You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to E2C Extra, where we cover anything and everything that is Auburn. Anything within the Auburn family spectrum, food, sports, I don't know what else I can throw in there that makes sense, but anything Auburn, we cover it here. My name is Kyle. I'm your host. And I am pleased to welcome in a couple of guests to join me for a very special topic. That topic being uniforms. So there's a lot of people that are already thinking there's a certain guy that's going to pop up here in just a second. We'll be introducing in just a minute here. Uh, But we're going to talk about the Pat Dye tributes that were made uh, today after the Auburn uh, Auburn, uh, first Auburn game of 2020. Uh, that being something on the helmets, on the field, and a particular get-up that a certain coach is wearing. And we're also going to talk about the unity patches that you can find on the uniforms for Auburn. So I guess I'd better introduce him first because he is the uniform guy. You know him. You love him. Mr. Clint Richardson. What's up, Clint? How's it going, Kyle? Been a Clint, while. buddy, you know I salivate anytime I get an opportunity to make you talk about uniform stuff. You love writing about it, but you, <laughs> but making you get on a podcast and actually talk about it is like the best thing in the world for me. <laughs> I'm just glad you gave me the opportunity to talk about it. I've had a couple of friends lately tell me, you know, you need to start a YouTube channel or, or a podcast only about uniforms and, and you know, why, why start from scratch when I already have your platform to, to leap off on? Hey, I'm, you know, I'll be everybody's little footstool, I guess. You know, I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> Launching pad for you. Just remember us little people, Clint, when you, you go off into the sunset and become Mr. Big Shot. So, you know it. You know it. <laughs> so we'll obviously get his perspective on all this as someone who is very interested in this topic and the visuals of our Auburn Tigers. But I've also brought in a good friend that I've gotten to know, especially over the last few months. And he's been a guest on a recent podcast, and that's Mr. Michael Floyd. Michael, welcome back to the show. Oh, my goodness. Glad that you have invited me back. It's, it's great to be an Auburn Tiger. So you must have made some type of impression, Michael, because I didn't, you know, shy away from inviting you again. So that, that's, that's a point in your column. I appreciate that. I really do. It's always a great opportunity to address the greatest family in this country, and that is the Auburn family. Well, well, gum. he's already set the table for us. I mean, I don't know how I could follow that one up there. Kyle, you need to put him at, at host. Here, I'm just going to sit back and let Michael run the entirety of the episode now. <laughs> Michael's earned him a, a show on the E2C Network at this point. Oh, wow. You know what? I, that's why I should probably just retire at this point and just like, let him do it. At this, I mean, ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, all right, well, let's talk about some visuals that we saw today at the Auburn game, and obviously this is, dates the podcast a little bit, but even if you're listening way off in the future, I think you can get a good perspective of our thoughts and opinions about what we saw today uh, on the uniforms, on the field, and on one coach, Gus Malzahn. So, Clint, let me just start with you, and maybe before we talk about the specifics of it, 
Um, we lost a great coach and a beloved member of the Auburn family this summer. Most people uh, obviously know this. I don't think anybody at this point uh, hasn't caught on to that unless you're outside of the Auburn family and listening to this. Uh, but we were all wondering how is Auburn going to honor the late coach Pat Dye with uh, whether that be stuff they do on the field, on their uniforms or things like that. And uh, I got to just get your overall impressions, Clint. Are you satisfied with what they did for coach Pat Dye with what they could do obviously in a very interesting 2020 year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, Auburn has set the precedent in recent years of honoring important members of the Auburn family who have recently passed. Um, you know, obviously last year was the Rob Bramlett decal that was originally announced to be worn for just the first two or three games, but then was worn throughout the season, rightfully so. And then the Outback Bowl with the Pat Sullivan um, tribute helmet. So, and if you go a little bit further back in 2007, 2008, um, Virgil starts one of the members of the Auburn athletic department helping um, students kind of, you know, figure out their life is I forget his specific role. It's, it's a long title, but he also passed away and they wore a, a VS decal on the helmets back then too. So the precedent has been set and I think they followed through quite well. Um, I surely didn't expect to see a Pat Sullivan style, tribute to Pat Dye with every player wearing, you know, Sullivan's number seven on the side of their helmet. Um, but the, the decal is a very classy and traditional way to go about that. Um, adding it to the field is actually a really big honor mm-hmm. um, for, for Coach Dye right now. Um, I was doing, you know, digging back through some of my own research, and uh, I don't believe Auburn's ever – put a memorial on the field of right. course in, in recent years we've done the the breast cancer awareness ribbon the military appreciation ribbon uh, obviously the sec logo but pat i think is the first one to have his his name you know memorialized on the field and he had his name on the field back in 2005 when they christened the pat die field so right kind of a unique situation there but i think that auburn really did it well um, you know, the, the design of the logo is, is really interesting and in that they had uh, Pat Dye Jr. come in and help design it was a really cool touch. Yeah, yeah. Involving family, obviously the Auburn family, but your, the actual family members of the Dye family, I thought was very poignant and, and very rightfully done uh, for such a beloved family member uh, for the Auburn family. Um, I obviously have my opinions about Pat Dye. I love the man. Uh, we've done a whole Pat Dye tribute show. You can go back into the park, uh, the podcast archives or find it on the E2C network.com uh, where we had some people offer just some thoughts that we've done that for, um, you know, others, unfortunately sad occasions such as the let's see uh, memorial show we did. I think we did Quentin Groves. I can't remember at this point. I know we did Rod Bramblett, but we've unfortunately done more of those than I would like to have, but it's always nice to see the family come together and give uh, thoughts about, um, you know, Auburn family members that we've lost over the years in sometimes tragic situations and in others just, you know, it was unfortunately their time uh, to go on in old age. Michael, you were on the field today. What did you think about, obviously you had a better vantage point to see, uh, the decal on the field 
the same one that they're wearing on the football helmets. What did you think about how it looked out there? It was from, from my viewpoint, and I do want to note that, you know, um, as a student at Auburn this year, uh, we I wasn't in the normal area that is classified as the student section uh, due to COVID-19. Uh, you know, ticket sales were different, and this uh, game specifically was designated to students. So, actually, I had the opportunity of sitting on the 50-yard line right behind the uh, the Kentucky bench. But that emblem on on the field, it it said a lot, and it meant a lot, and it spoke. You know, it yet it doesn't have a mouth to actually speak. But being right there and hearing the uh, PA announcer and seeing the video uh, tribute to Coach Die, um, it meant a lot. And uh, Coach Die did a lot for Auburn. Um, Coach Die brought the Iron Bowl to Auburn, and I think you know he should be uh, commended and honored. Um, as time go, as time continues, but seeing that emblem on the field today, it was it was a powerful message behind that powerful message. Absolutely, and so the the um, emblem that we're referring to, and it's the same on the back of the helmets, is uh, I think we've mentioned it already was a a, a PD for Pat Dye, and then a sixty minutes uh, in the circle there, and obviously referring to when Coach Pat Dye was questioned about how long it would take Auburn to beat Alabama after they had been without a win in some time, he simply answered 60 minutes. Now, it didn't happen that same year when, after he said that quote, but the next year, it only took 60 minutes, and we defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide after a 10-year drought. Uh, so you can understand, uh, if you're listening to this and not an Auburn family member, uh, why this is such a big deal to honor a man like this. And for crying out loud, Clint, it's the field's named after him. So I think if, if anybody's going to have something done to the field for them, it should be Pat Dye. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was, you know, I, I really loved what they did with it. And, you know, I wish that just based on the technology available for the ground screw, I wish they could have gone a little bit further and actually replicated the helmet decal at 100% because the, the on-field version has a solid orange outline, but the helmet decal and the logo that I presume will be used, you know, in other mediums has 60 orange and blue tits stripes around the circle to further coincide with that 60 minutes quote just you know a really cool way of incorporating you know really what coach Dye meant to Auburn in such a small little simple design yeah it's so simple but yet I think it just kind of speaks to the man that coach Pat Dye was he's a very simple man but sometimes the there's beauty in the, the most simple of things. I think that's an office quote I just dropped somehow, so don't quote me on that. <laughs> it sounds like something from the office, uh, and we are big office fans here in the Loomis household, so probably that's what just happened there. Uh, but let, you know, obviously besides the, the decal and uh, on the field and on the helmets, there was another tribute that I was very surprised from today, and I got to be honest, I think I love it even more uh, because – one coach Malzahn walked out in a full coach Pat Dye get up. I'm talking everything, white shoes, blue slacks, white show t-shirt. Well, it's a dress shirt, but a, a t-shirt dress shirt, an orange and blue striped tie, the classic old Navy blue hat with the bright orange or burnt orange, uh, just simple a in it. Am I leaving anything out Clint on that get up that he wore? 
No, I think it was such a fitting tribute to Coach Die, and was very unexpected, honestly. You know, if as I've wondered how Auburn will pay tribute to Coach Die throughout the last couple of months, Gus wearing that never even crossed my mind. And you know, Coach Die's famous hat collection has been a very popular topic in recent years, and people have been trying and hunt down those style hats and J&M I know ordered a couple of them and they actually sold out so quickly they had to order another set and coach Malzahn rocking that hat just I mean those hats are going to sell out in Mm -hmm. no time as soon as they get them back in but the man I really do love a coach in a tie on the (laughs) sidelines and you know as a very sad Jacksonville Jaguar fan you know, years ago, former head coach Jack Del Rio used to break out a black suit and teal tie for one game a year. And it was just it's such a cool thing to do. You don't see that anymore. You know, when over the years, coaching apparel has just devolved from suit and hat top and top hat to polos and slats to now ripped hoodies and sweatpants and maybe if that. So, you know, to see Gus pass off his traditional sideline look for another coach's is, is just really cool. And mm-hmm. it's not the first time he's taken his apparel approach as a tribute to another coach. He, you know, actually the last time Auburn played Kentucky back in 2015 in Lexington was I think the day of or the day after that um, Coach Steve Spurrier announced his stepping down at uh, South Carolina and effectively retiring and Gus foregoed his uh, his traditional visor in tribute and honor to Coach Spurrier so mm-hmm. you know it's not unprecedented for Gus at this point and and you know we'll see how it goes I saw some people saying uh, he needs to follow suit with a should Jordan style dress oh. up on the sidelines goodness <laughs> we're gonna make this a trend now it sounds like uh, well, let's I, do I'll have to think on that one uh I, I mean he's pulled it off twice now as you said obviously on a smaller scale and now the bigger scale but let's go to the basically our sideline reporter here michael and you tell me michael did coach malzahn pull the look off i know he was doing it into honor but honestly does does coach malzahn pull that look off you know I'm going to say this. He's being very diplomatic, Clint. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to know what he's going to say now. <laughs> to answer your question, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm, I'm going to say this. I was extremely surprised. I was in the stands, and I got a text from my great friend, Donovan Weaver. He said, hey, I see where Coach Malzahn is on the field rocking the Coach Pat Dye look. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Gus is not on the field yet. So <laughs> I look. And there's Gus Malzahn rocking that. I'm like, OMG, this is amazing. And I'm and, and also, and as I was going through my social media feed through the game, you know, I expected it to bode well over with the the older alumni uh, of Auburn University. But the students absolutely loved that. And I was just impressed about how much um Coach Malzahn's uniform change, as you as you can call it, uh, came over to the came over the student body, and I think the student body saw what Coach Malzahn was trying to do, and the message that you know Coach Dye was a great 
person in Auburn history. So Coach Malzahn did an outstanding job today, and he did pull off that outstanding look. Well, what I loved about what you said is that you didn't even realize he was on the field. And I, I will be completely honest. I honestly, there was a couple times I said this to my wife, Jessica. We were sitting in our living room watching the game, obviously between me, you know, catching my breath because it's an Auburn fan. We always wonder if we're going to win or not. Uh, I said there are moments where he, he's, he's turned the right way, and I swear I was looking at a young Pat die. And it, it's so weird to kind of have that moment and almost believe it for a half, half a second. So, you know, when I heard and saw that this was a real thing, that he was doing this, for, my first reaction was, oh, that's awesome. My other one was kind of, does it feel a little, a little, a little weird? But then, it, you know, obviously that kind of drifted away. And then it almost was like, Pat Dye was there. And I know that's weird to say that because, you know, obviously that's Coach Malzahn there with the clipboard and, uh, and, and doing the job of the head coach. But in some ways, sitting here talking with you guys, I'm realizing that that almost was probably a more beautiful and simple way to kind of have Coach Dye there represented through our current head coach. And I think that's Coach Malzahn putting aside himself and saying, this isn't about me today at all. This is about Auburn. And more, more importantly, this is about Pat Dye. And I think that's why it went over so well. So, Clint, I'm going to ask you, should he continue to look? Oh, oh man. You know, everybody online was talking that, you know, of course he won in this look, so he better keep it. Um, you know, even though that's what I do, I track wins and losses depending on what is worn. The thought of blaming and crediting a win or a loss to clothing, to cloth, to a decal, to a different colored face mask is, is a really silly approach. Um, but I, I don't know if I want him to do it again. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the look is good. It's a really nice look. Coach Malzahn pulled it off just as well as Coach Dye did. Um, but I think if you tend to kind of trot that out more than once you're watering down the original intent and the original um you know tribute and honor to coach die and if if coach Mazan kind of takes that look as his own then that also continues to water that down so yeah it was a very special moment and i think it should stay as that well let's and leave you... let's leave it in game one yeah let's break it out again if he wants to you know if he wants to um, you know, honor Coach Dye at the Iron Bowl. I honestly don't know what the schedule looks like this year, so I don't know if the Iron Bowl is at home or not. But who knows um, what it looks like at this point? <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't let myself get that far. But um, you know, if it's at home, that's a great time, and we're honoring the coach that brought this game to town. Yeah, and let's do it. Or next year, if it's in, uh, if it's in Auburn, you know, whatever. Um, but no, I, I think a one-time deal is is good enough. Yeah. Let the tribute stand for what it is. Hey, Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. 
They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. I'll be honest with you, Clint. It, so just to clarify, Alabama, if the schedule continues as is, it, uh, the game will be in Tuscaloosa. But almost, I think it makes more sense if they're ever going to do it again, make him wear it in Tuscaloosa. Like that, to me, can you imagine that guy walking out in that tie and just there's going to be moments where these some of these Alabama fans, you know, you know the type that are just going to be like, hold on, wait. And they're going to just, it's, it can't be Pat Dye. Like, it can't be. You're you right. Here's the only hole in that plant. Coach Dye never t- coached in Tuscaloosa as an mm. Auburn head coach. Then that, that gets really creepy. Went to, the Iron Bowl never went to Tuscaloosa until um, well after Coach Dye had returned. I rest my case. It gets even better at that point. Let's do it. <laughs> I, say, I say, you know, honestly, you're right. I, I, I do think maybe this should be the end of it, but if they're going to do it again, Tuscaloosa is waiting for the look of Pat Dye. Michael, any other thoughts on that or disagrees? Or what, what do you think about the concept of him doing it again? You know, I've a I am one of those people Clint was referring to. I am a very no, no offense. No I am offense. a very, I'm a very superstitious person when it comes to my favorite sports team. I mean, if I wore a hat a certain way, I made sure I wore it the same way the next game, and sometimes it didn't work. I mean, hey, hey, like for I, example, I, I feel you. And like for example, and I know this, we're talking about football, but last year. I wore my little straw hat to every Auburn home basketball game last year. <laughs> well, we get to Texas A&M, and I'm like, hold on now. We were doing good. We were doing good. What, what, what's going on? What's going on? So, and then that also shows that, you know, superstitions can be silly. But I get what, what, what Mr. Clint is saying, you know. Um, it, it, it was special today. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think it's, you know, um, I will be for – I'll be for him wearing it again, but since uh, Mr. Clint put it in that perspective, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. I agree with him. You know, um, it, it would get worn. Now, you know, you would kind of lose lose his touch. Uh, so I think in to to cap off a great victory over Kentucky, I think we should leave it in game one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's an opportunity maybe to do it again one more time but probably it's best left where it's it it resides right here in a very special moment in a very special time and uh, I I think honestly having sat back here a couple hours after the game they I think pulled this off as beautifully as you could in the circumstances whether it is on the field with the decal that on the the decal on the helmet and uh, obviously coach Melzon with his very special tribute uh, to coach Pat Dye. So I feel like he was honored the best way he could have. I would have loved to have, for us all to have been there and experienced that first game without coach Dye in a very special and touching way, but this is the best we could do. And I think it was done very well. Let's talk about something else though, that was done that is special for uniforms. And uh, Michael and I have actually had an opportunity here in the network to cover a 
uh, our podcast episode related to this topic, we talked about um, Auburn family race issues. Obviously, we all know what's going on in our country right now. And we, we know that these are some very trying times with some very confusing and mixed messages on, on both sides of the aisle time. But the one thing that I think is lost in all this is unity. And that's what we're talking about here is the patch that is called the unity patch that the Tigers are sporting this year uh, that is showing a sign that this is not about me. This is not about a thing about Michael, about Clint, about anybody else. This is about us, the Auburn family, and hopefully us showing together uh, that how united we are. It shows the rest of our community, our state, our country, our world, that this is the way we all should be. So I think that's the intent behind this. And Michael, I'd like to pitch it over to you first and give me your impressions of the unity patch that they are wearing uh, this year to show solid solidarity with each other. I, I think Auburn University, I think Auburn Athletics, um, not saying this is a competition, but I think Auburn University and Auburn Athletics, they're in the, at the forefront of the SEC uh, by displaying unity. You know, they're not taking one side or the other, you know, where they're saying, you know, hey, what's going on is, you know, it's going on. But at the end of the day, we need to stand together as all of God's people. We need to stand together. We need to display unity. I think it, it means a lot for it to be um, to be worn by an Auburn Tiger. Um, I think it means a lot to be worn by an Auburn Tiger. Um, I do applaud um, Athletic Director Green, uh, Head Coach Malzahn, for allowing him to wear this. And I think it means a lot to the Auburn family. And I, and I think that Auburn is making a statement that, you know, hey, you know, we're brothers, we're family when we're competing, and we're brothers and we're family when we're not competing. So I, I think Auburn did a great job by displaying that unity patch. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we all expected there to be some recognition of what's going on in our country right now, uh, whether it be uniforms, you, you've seen other variations of on this on other teams, you've seen uh, names of people written on back or a different style patch or something like that. And, you know, those all have different opinions and, and sometimes devices opinions about it. But I thought a way that Auburn kind of covered all bases on this and just did something that was very simple, was very beautifully done, and right. uh, that stands out, but at the same time doesn't just flash it in people's faces all at the same time. Right. I think it was a great way, as you said, Michael, of just stressing unity over division. Uh, right. So let's talk to Clint here about aesthetics and how well it fits into the uniform. Because Clint, my little untrained eye here, obviously thinks it's great. But, of course, you're the expert. And I know you, you think it's great. But uh, how, what do you think overall, your thoughts about the, the unity patch? Yeah, that's a weighted way to throw that question at me, host man. Well, you know, I, I sometimes <laughs> like to set you up for not success just because it's what I love to do to you. This, I, I'm going to make you do a prediction by the end of the show, too, by the way. Oh, great. Of course you are. <laughs> no, I, I really like it. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, like Michael said, this is a great way to to show your support and not pick a side. You don't have to pick a side to, you know, want to see better things in the world. I think that's something that's been lost on a lot of people throughout the last couple of months. Um, design wise, I like it. Mm -hmm. I, it's a really simple design. Um, you know, this is what they revealed a couple of weeks ago um, on the, the unity t-shirts that they're selling to raise money for fundraising and, um, uh, scholarships. Um, I think the one thing that I don't like about it, and it's not the patch itself or, or the meaning, it's just it really blended in on the Navy jersey. Yeah, it did. And because obviously you have a 
white colored hand and a black colored hand. That black is really close to the dark navy of the jersey. And mm -hmm. I imagine that the white hand would also blend in on the road jerseys. So, you know, I, <clears throat> there were no photos of this prior to the game. The only way, the first view that I saw of it was when uh, ESPN and the SEC network were showing, you know, live shots of warmups. And my very quick, no source mock-up on Photoshop was that, hand logo in a white circle with navy outline almost you know kind of matching the sec logo with white text a blue uh background and an orange outline i think that would work a little bit better to kind of showcase the design um and let it kind of stand out on both the white and navy jerseys but you know it's it's a difficult balance of you know like what you said kyle is it, it you can see it, but it also kind of blends in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I think that's kind of the right approach. So I don't really know how you could make it a whole lot better, but I think there is a little bit of room for improvement should Auburn ever want to redo this one. I doubt it, but, um, you know, I, I think for what it is, it's a really nice uh, usage of that logo and the message that they're trying to send. Quick PSA for Clint Richardson, Auburn University. If you'd like to hire him for any ideas, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's uh, one thing that I was thinking of when you said that. Uh, you talked about how one side of it blends in with a particular color we wear. The other side blends with another. It's almost like that one game, it could be about you. The other, it could be about the other person. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Beautiful symmetry that I just pulled together, guys. That's oh, coming straight out of my butt. <laughs> I'm a philosopher, even though I did. I take I, I, philosophy at Auburn. I did not think we would get Kyle Butt philosophy <laughs> on the show tonight. But here and Michael's we are. like, this is the last time I'm coming on this show ever again. Is <laughs> <laughs> not the way I saw things going on this show. Okay. <laughs> but hey, okay. Michael, let me pitch you back over to you one more time, uh, and just I want you to share anything that may be on your heart uh, that you'd like to share with the Auburn family on this topic or uh, as a whole, uh, because you know obviously you've been here. This is your second time, but anytime we have new and fresh voices, I want to give them the opportunity to say say is on their heart. Right, and and, and I, like I said, I, I appreciate you allowing me back on, and I want to keep it brief and simple. Last time we spoke, you know, um, other tragedies, other events have transpired since the last time we uh, did that pod podcast. And, and you know, I do want to bring up this. Um, I was in line this morning at 545 Oof. waiting to get to the stadium. And so, you know, I didn't see none of the beginning of the Florida and Ole Miss game, but I saw the highlights when I got back to my room on SEC, SEC Network, and I saw where Ole Miss and Florida had took a knee on the field and I know me and you had mentioned in our uh, previous podcast you know the messaging was people don't like when people kneel other than kneeling before God and I, I me personally I understand that I see the point um, and I know you were talking about last time we talked about mixed messaging and I think for Kentucky you know um, this week we got the the grand jury, the grand jury decision on the Breonna Taylor's case, mm -hmm. and that happened in Kentucky. And you know, since 
we played the Kentucky Wildcats, I I was I was pondering in my mind all morning. I said, you know, I wonder what will Kentucky do? You know, this is their first game, just as, as our first game. You know, will they come out wearing something with Breonna Taylor's name on it? Um, would they take a knee or, you know, how would they respond? And I just say, you know, Auburn and Kentucky, this, was, this wasn't on TV, but I saw this with my own eyes because I stayed after the game and ended. Auburn and Kentucky – went to the 50-yard line, and they knelt, and they prayed. Wow. And I think that is, that's the only answer that can solve any of our problems here in this crazy year of 2020, that, you know, we serve a, uh, I don't want to force religion on anybody, but we serve a man, we serve a God who sits high and he looks slow. And I think that was a very pivotal point to say, you know, sometimes it's just good to say, hey, you might disagree with me taking a knee or not, but what Auburn is doing, you know, none of our players took a knee today. None of our players, you know, threw their fist up in the air. Some people have a, a ill will towards that, but they wore a unity patch. Mm -hmm. And also today, and, and Mr. Clint, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think the SEC is trying to do something for um, the SEC football teams. And I know Kentucky and Auburn had the same uh, warm-up shirt on that the SEC gave, gave them. I'm not sure, but I remember seeing something on Twitter about the SEC announced that, you know, the teams were going to wear this warm-up shirt. And, you know, it was just a simple word that says together. And that's how we're going to beat all of this. We have to stand together and we have to keep God first. Um, like I said before, you know, um, I, I, I applaud Auburn. I, I yeah. really do. I'm going to end with this. Please buy a Unity T-shirt. I've bought two. They gave to they gave them out free of charge for the students today. Uh, well, it was a, they gave our extra largest. I cannot spend an extra large, right. so it didn't do good. But I did get my mother one. <laughs> free one. <laughs> always good always good so i encourage you all to go get a unity shirt because that's what it's all about it's all about unity and i'm glad all uh, and oh my gosh I, I i'm in love with, with bearded bruce pearl i'm in love with it <laughs> and i think he did a great job conveying the message that we're all are trying to say you know we want unity in our country yeah. and most Importantly, we want unity in the greatest family in this country, the Auburn family. There he goes again, bringing it all together so nicely. Hey, I mean, give this guy a show, Kyle. I'm telling you at this point, he needs he needs something. <laughs> Good night. Hey, yeah, I, I wanted to go back to your topic, Michael, yeah. about the, the warm-up shirts. And yes, you are correct. Uh, the SEC and the teams, and I think it was actually a player-led thing, have decided to all wear the same shirt throughout uh, pregame warmups before they get dressed and, and dressed out in their uniform. And, you know, each team has a slightly different one, but they're all about the same. And like you said, it has together on it with the SEC logo as the Z as the O and then right below it says, it just means more, obviously the phrase that we've all been drilled into our heads. Mm. Um, but there's also a new rule this season and it's we're actually calling it the dan mullen rule but um, players must be identified by their number on their shirts while they're warming up so we didn't see a whole lot of footage or a whole lot of photos of that pregame uh, but you know that's that's what you were seeing and that's what we're going to see all season long yeah 
Yeah. So I, I thought that was a great way to all, tie all that together. And, and I want to go back to something Michael brought up because I wasn't aware of this after the game. And I'm so glad that we had you on to share that. Uh, you know, obviously, as Michael said, we're not trying to force religion on anybody here, but Michael is a professing believer. I am. And I think Clint's comfortable with saying that he is as well uh, uh, of Jesus Christ. And we obviously kneel before God. And I think showing a sign of unity, unity to come together and kneel to pray after the game, not just as Auburn Tigers, but as Kentucky Wildcats together, that was beautiful. And I, I applaud Auburn. I applaud Kentucky especially Kentucky in a time that's going on for them right now to do that and to do that in a not silent manner, but in a manner that wasn't showy, but it was about expressing unity. So I thought this has probably gone over as well as it probably can um, on a very special day for many reasons, but it's a special day because college football's back y'all. But can you believe it? Hey, I'm not, I'm not chanting the SEC right now. I was, I was saying bring down LSU earlier. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Hey, Michael, it has been great having uh, you back on to talk about this stuff. We appreciate your perspectives. And basically you are like live sideline reporter there for us, given your perspective from in stadium. It's always great to have you here, buddy. Thank you. And now it is time to beat Georgia. That is correct, sir. And Mr. Clint Richardson, thank you again for your perspectives on uniforms, logos, decals, strange get-ups that your coach walks out that nobody knows he's going to do. Those type of things. <laughs> thank you for your aesthetic uh, perspectives on everything. It's what I do. And to bounce off of Michael, to hell with Georgia. <laughs> he has to get that in every single time. What's every the good word, time. Kyle? It's to fine. hell with Georgia. It's fine. I think if you say it one more time, the Apple will ding me. So <laughs> I don't know how the algorithm works. They, they've they got it figured out. Who cares? Don't worry. Tim likes us. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Tim, if you're listening to this, make sure we don't get dinged. So anyway, on that note, uh, we obviously here at the ETC Network want to uh, preach unity to you all and hope that you are proud to be an Auburn Tiger here and hope you're proud of the way the Tigers represented on any issue on the field, but even more so today on the tribute and honoring of the legendary coach Pat Dye. I think he would be very proud. And I think to sum everything up, I would like to kind of, I admitted this on the tribute show, that this is a little out of context of what he said, but I think it encapsulates everything that we talked about here today. He, he said that it doesn't matter who runs the ball, who tackles, who's catching the passes, as long as they got a blue jersey on. And that's probably a great message of you need to end on tonight. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. We love you, our Auburn family. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?